Twice in the past couple of weeks, I have worked with clients on their content style. I talk a lot about content marketing and how important it is to your business, but it's really easy to get confused about what exactly you should be creating. Now, personally, I've had about 20 blogs over the years, and it took me a really long time to figure out why none of them worked the way I wanted them to work. They didn't have traffic. They didn't make any sales. They just weren't earning me any money. And even though everyone seemed to be making money with content, I just could not figure it out. I finally realized that I didn't have a clear picture of what my content style was, and the result was kind of a random content dump that didn't really know what it was trying to be when it grew up and that I didn't really have any enthusiasm about anyway. This is episode 105 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and today I want to talk to you about the three styles of content creation, what the pros and cons are of each one, and why you might choose one over another for your content marketing. When you get clear on this, creating content for your blog, your podcast, or your YouTube channel is going to get a whole lot easier. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me. You'll find the show notes and the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 105. While you're there, be sure to hit the subscribe button. New episodes drop every Thursday morning, and next week, we're going to be talking about finding the balance between content consumption and content creation and why too much of either one is probably not good for your business. But that's next week. This week is all about your content style. So let's dive into that. The first content style I want to talk about today is SEO focused content. This is probably what you think of when you think of content marketing. This type of content has a goal of being found in a Google search for a specific keyword. So for example, if you are doing a search on Google for the best blender for your smoothies, or you want to know which tent to buy for your first camping trip, and you're Googling that information, what you are finding in your search results are very likely to be niche blogs where they are talking about these specific topics and they are targeting those keywords so that they can attract your attention, so that they can be the first in the Google search results when you Google best blender for morning smoothies or which tent should I buy for my first camping trip. This content style, these niche blogs, are most often monetized through ads, through affiliate marketing, and sometimes, although it's not super common, but sometimes with their own digital products. Now, content that relies on SEO like this, content that has a goal of attracting search traffic, tends to be really tightly focused. That site with the article about the best blenders is probably all about blenders, or maybe it's all about smoothies, but you probably won't find articles about bread baking or kids parties or grandma's holiday pie recipe there. 
the blogger, the writer of that site is putting all of their content energy and all of their resources into capturing the attention of people specifically looking for blenders. That's what niche blogging or niche content is all about. You've heard me talk about Mike Fudia and his stupid simple SEO training, as well as his niche site academy training. This kind of content is exactly what Mike teaches. That is what SEO is all about. Another content style that you might be familiar with is personality-driven. With SEO content, keywords and search optimization is the goal, like we said, but with personality-type content, you are the star of the show. Your blog or your podcast or your YouTube channel is all about you and your personality. Instead of focusing on a very narrow topic, that means you get to write and talk about anything you like and your audience will show up just to see what you have to say because they like you, because your personality and your style resonates with them in some way. Like niche content, personality-focused blogs and podcasts are also mostly monetized through ads and affiliate marketing and also sometimes with digital products or maybe book sales. My favorite example of this type of content comes from Rachel Marie Martin at FindingJoy.net. Rachel has a very strong personal brand. She writes about motherhood with honesty and transparency, and her fans and her followers love her for it. A lot of people I talk to seem to want to create a personality-driven content plan because it sounds like fun and maybe it sounds a lot less restrictive than the more narrowly focused niche site where you're dependent on what keywords you find that that you can write about. You can look at a site like Finding Joy and think Rachel gets to talk about whatever she wants to talk about. She doesn't have to follow some keyword plan, and that might sound pretty attractive, especially to those who consider themselves, let's say, more of a free spirit. If you think of yourself as being super creative and you really don't want to follow checklists and systems, then a personality style content plan can sound pretty attractive, like I said. But there's a problem with this style, and that is traffic. In other words, where's it going to come from? With SEO, there's a process to follow. There's a system. You can identify profitable keywords. You can use them in the appropriate places. And over time, Google is going to start sending traffic your way. Now, obviously, that's an oversimplification, but that's basically how niche blogging works. The point is, there is a system you can follow. And if you follow the system, and if you are consistent with it, you will get results. That's exactly what Mike Fudia teaches. Now, when your content style is all about you, it's not quite so cut and dried. What you'll most often see is that this type of site relies really heavily on social media for traffic. In fact, if you look at Rachel Rachel Marie Martin's social accounts, you'll see that's true. Her page on Facebook has more than a million followers, and she has 35,000 followers on Instagram. Getting traffic and building up an audience for this kind of personality-focused content is very much dependent on the content creator, which is different than what we see in SEO-style content, where you can be more behind the scenes and rely on the keywords to do the work for you. Then the third content style that you're going to see is the more business-focused content. That's what this podcast is. That's what my blog is when you see me blogging, which I don't do very often. But when I do blog, it is business-focused. Business-focused content attracts an audience who probably already knows about you 
and who wants to learn more. They want to know if you really know your stuff and if you can help them. So they read your emails and they read your blog posts and they listen to your podcast. And if you can check off that no like, and trust box, then they become a customer. Business-focused content exists to sell your products and your services. It is rare that you will see it monetized with ads, but you probably will see affiliate links and promotions. In fact, I advise my clients not to run ads on their business-focused content sites because it takes away from potential sales of their own products and services. You can think of business-focused content as a pre-frame for your sales page almost. What do your readers or your listeners or your video watchers, what do they need to know before they're ready to buy your product or your service? What can you tell them about how your app works that's going to inspire them to make that purchase? What education do they need before they're ready to even use your products or services? A really good example of this kind of content comes from Ahrefs. They sell a popular keyword research tool. If you're not familiar with them, they're at ahrefs.com. And they have a blog as part of their overall marketing process. And on their blog, you will find articles about link building, about keyword clusters, about how to do an SEO audit, all kinds of things all related to SEO and keyword research. And all of this content provides information and education that their potential customers can use before, during, and after they sign up for Ahrefs Keyword Research Services. In other words, Ahrefs is answering all the potential questions their customers might have. They're filling in all of the blanks and making it easy for their potential customers, for their blog readers, to click the buy button on their keyword research tool. And that brings up a really good point, right? Now, none of these content styles are mutually exclusive. They can and they do overlap. Niche blogs can have a personality. They'd be pretty boring if they didn't. If you Googled what's the best blender to buy for my morning smoothie and you landed on a page that was just all facts and figures, your eyes would glaze over and you wouldn't keep reading, right? You you have to have some kind of entertainment value, something to keep you engaged with that content, and that's the personality of the person who wrote the piece. The same is true for personality-driven content. Maybe you want to use your personality style content to make sales of an affiliate product or to make sales of a course, or maybe you want to use SEO to help drive some traffic to your personality content. That's perfectly fine. And obviously, business content can use search or search optimization to drive traffic as well. That's exactly what the Ahrefs blog is doing. They are using good keyword research and targeting those keywords to bring in traffic to help sell their products and their services through that blog content that's also educating their customers. So there's a lot of overlap in the style. And here's where it gets a little messy. Niche bloggers know that the more content that they create, the more traffic they're going to get. They have their list of keywords to work from and a system to follow, and they publish consistently so that they can get more eyes on their site. Personality-style content creators don't tend to think that way. They want to create content when they feel inspired or when they have something to say. The same goes for business-style creators. That makes their content kind of hit or miss. They might publish regularly for a few weeks, and then maybe nothing at all for months at a time. And that's fine if content is your hobby. 
But when it's a cornerstone of your business, that kind of inconsistency is going to slow you down. So here's what I recommend you do. First, figure out what your primary style is. Are you going to be an SEO content creator? Are you going to be a personality style creator? Or are you going to be a business style creator? That answer is going to point you towards the type of content that you need to be creating. If you are an SEO-focused creator, stick with your keyword list and start writing. If you're a personality style creator, follow your heart and create content that your audience responds to. You know them best. Create the content that they want from you. And if you're a business style creator, answer questions and educate your audience. That's what they most need from you. But whichever style it is, do it consistently, week after week and month after month, because that is how businesses grow. If you're concerned that you're going to run out of ideas and you're listening to this episode when it comes out on January 4th, then I'd like to invite you to join me for a free training happening next week on Wednesday, January 10th, 2024 at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm hosting a free webinar called The Care and Feeding of Your Idea Garden. I'm going to share a simple five-step process you can follow to ensure that you never run out of content ideas, no matter what your content style is. You can sign up for free at tinycourseempire.com forward slash ideas. Now I'd like to hear from you. Click over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 105 and leave me a comment. Tell me what your content style is. Do you rely on your personality and your unique voice to attract an audience? Are you all about SEO and keywords, or is your content created as a means to grow your business? Or maybe you've created a mix of all three and that's working well for you. But let me know, whatever whatever it is. I'd like to hear about how you're using content marketing in your business. And could you do me a favor? If you have a friend or a colleague who could use business building advice, would you share the link to this episode with them? It's a great way to grow our audience, and I'd appreciate your support. All the episodes can be found at tinycourseempire.com. That's it for me this week. I'll be back next week to give you my best tips for balancing creation with consumption because you definitely need both in your business. Have a terrific rest of your day and I will talk to you again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at SixFigureSystems.com.